Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks mixed, S&P a little change. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here is Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. That's right. Stocks are trading mixed right now. The Dow currently down 50 points. S&P's drop a point. Well, the Nasdaq rises 41. The small cap 600 is down four points in the U.S. 10-year yield at 2.16%. Eight of the main 11 SB sectors are trading lower, led by losses in energy, telecom, and the materials. Only healthcare technology and consumer discretionary gained. Nasdaq Biotech's outperform jumped 3.7%. Transports rise seven points. Semis climb 10. And the VIX is little changed. Leaders to the downside in the Dow are Caterpillar, DuPont, and Chevron, while Nike, Merck, and Pfizer led to the upside. Regarding movers, Foot Locker plunged as much as 10.9%. Amazon is set to sell Nike shoes direct. Red Hat gained 10% after earnings, and CA rose 13.5% on a potential BMC software deal. Note that Oracle reports after the bell. Live from the First Bacon News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right, we thank you very much. Bill Maloney will be all over Oracle as it breaks. And a reminder that uh, you can hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg. Just type Squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser, Corey Johnson, right here on Bloomberg Radio. And you'll have to deal with I've been saying it for over a year. The most important business in the world is Amazon Web Services. The most interesting business in the world is Uber, and Uber got a lot more interesting this week with the news that uh, CEO Travis Klonick, founder and largest shareholder, uh, is not just taking a leave of absence, which we found out last week, but that he's actually going to leave the company entirely. Joining us right now is uh, our Uber-focused uh, Uber reporter, Eric Newcomer, uh, here at Bloomberg News, as well as Jim Fowler, the CEO of Owler. And Eric, just let me start with you. This the the drum roll for change at um, at Uber has been a long slow one. Yeah, you know there have been yeah. complaints about uh, problems with, with uh, uh, attacks on some by drivers on users uh, passengers of the cars. There have been complaints about sexism in the company right. going back at least months. Public well, complaints, but been, all of a sudden it's hitting the fan. Right. I mean, I think there's been this raging debate of whether it's crazy that Travis resigned. And on the one hand, it is crazy because this is a man who, like you said, survived. So many scandals and had so much power, right. uh, and didn't didn't ever you know seem to take a hit. But then on the other hand, it doesn't seem crazy at all that somebody who is tied to you know rape denial, somebody who is tied to this karaoke bar visit uh, where women were numbered, you know, just a lot of crazy scandals. Well, Any one some of that story, just so the I, karaoke bar, yeah. you know. It, they went to this South Korean karaoke bar. Women were wearing numbers. The there, CEO. Yes, Travis and his deputy, Emil Michael, and some others. And there were a lot of questions about sort of the nature. I mean, the women were numbered. Yes. They, they were like you could, men could pick them out. And then um, – Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's <laughs> one of the mini scandals that gets sort of lost in the mix. And <sighs> and the key a key point of that is there was an HR complaint made by one of the sort of female employees who was there and – not, you know, nothing was done about and, it. And, well, and I, I just want to yeah, – I'm sorry, Carol. I'm going to jump okay. in on top of this. But, you know, the, and yet this business was run uh, on the uh, the personality of right. Travis Kalanick yeah. and that, that he is such a hard-driving uh, and likable guy to some. 
Um, and, and I want to bring Jim Fowler in there. You know, I, I've known this to be true and looked for some way to say it without saying, sounding like I agree with uh, some of the atrocious behavior at the company. Oh, Jim, you guys did a study where you actually found uh, the sort of likability and support that uh, the, the CEO has within the company and compared to that to what they're, how they're viewed outside of the company. What did you find with Uber? Well, uh, we have over a million active users on the Aller platform. And, uh, of course, Uber gets lots and lots of attention. It's followed by many of our users. So a combination of Uber employees use Owler as well as many, many people follow it as, you know, its competitors, Uber's customer, you know, uh, financial analysts follow Uber as well. And we've just watched his, his uh, likability rating or CEO rating plummet over the last several months. But what's really interesting is is that he still has a very high rating amongst his own employees, but a very low rating amongst everyone else. How is that possible? Well, we see it a lot. Um, another great example of this is United Airlines, another company going through a lot of controversy. It's the lowest rated CEO in the whole survey, yet still enjoys a pretty high uh, rating by employees. And I think, you know, maybe the employees see it differently. Maybe they're jaded. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're just reporting on the raw data. We find it fascinating in this case, but yeah. it's, uh, it is the way it works. I find it fascinating considering I talked to, in the case of United, a lot of employees who are not very happy, so it's interesting. Um, you know, I guess what I'm scratching my head about a little bit, Eric, is, you know, David Bonderman, who was an Uber board member, founding partner at TPG, he recently stepped down from the board after apparently making maybe some sexist, you know, comments. I just wonder how, embedded was this culture, <laughs> um, you know, not a great culture at Uber. Right. I mean, one of the most sort of interesting findings that Eric Holder, the former U.S. Attorney General, did after his investigation was that, you know, the company needed to get rid of its cultural values. I mean, they were, you know, toe-stepping in meritocracy, you know, just very confrontational values that Holder said basically – uh, gave employees license to break all kinds of rules and do things. But that's like also how they do. built the business, yeah. right? Is storm the, you know, go into cities that don't want them, break laws and pay the fine, I know, um, uh, do what they want and ask permission later, right? And, and, and a lot of great companies have been, have been built on that. You know, ask for, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Uh, the principal shareholder at a certain company that I work at right now had told me once, you know, that charge ahead, do the right thing. Uh, be be uh, be responsible, but make quick decisions, move fast. And Uber's done that as well as any company I've ever seen in my life. Right. I think. I mean, that was one of my main takeaways from Brad Stone's book, The Upstarts. Just sort of, you needed tra- like there were so many companies that tried to disrupt this business. Mm-hmm. Uber was the one who really broke through, and it was because of Travis Kalanick. But then those same values, you know, breaking every rule you can find, just come back to bite you once. You have 14,000 employees, millions of And maybe of it shouldn't be every rule. Maybe it should be the business rules that keep <laughs> right. getting things right. done. Eric does, <laughs> Eric, does Uber need Kalanick? We'll see. I mean, he's not going away. You know, he's still on the board. I think he's still going to loom pretty large. He has a lot of control over the company. So it's still a somewhat split-the-difference solution. We'll see how much control this CEO can take. So he's not totally going away. And he does – you know, the man needs to grieve. His mother just yeah. died. His dad was – seriously injured so you do have to feel bad for him that he's losing control of his company in a time of great uh, personal tragedy um and what so else to, just to back up that point and we got to go but uh, jim fowler's owler has also when they looked at, at uh, jack dorsey at square 
He also has fantastic ratings within the company. He's come back and forth within Twitter. Maybe this is the end of Travis Kalanick. Eric Newcomer, great stuff.